Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... Mon! Good morning, Lyle! Morning, Mon! How's it going? Going great, going fantastic, going amazing. Goodness me, what's going on? Everything gets... It's a new day. Why wouldn't it be great, fantastic, and amazing? New day, and you've got the hiccups. I love it. <laughs> you weren't supposed to hear that. <laughs> I just, you're in radio, dude. People hear everything. <laughs> Every little detail. Well, hiccups are a natural thing. They happen on occasions. Yeah, what are you grateful even for? Even babies, even unborn babies get hiccups. Really? You didn't know that? No. Yeah, they swallow a bit of that fluid, whatever that uh-huh. they're in, and they get the hiccups, and they go, boom. <laughs> That's so cute. I had no idea. Yeah, Harley, my oldest, used to get the hiccups all the time. Completely freaked Shell out the first time. She went to the doctor and the doctor was like, he's just got hiccups. <laughs> oh, that is so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. Harley embryo having hiccups. Well, what are you grateful for this morning, Lyle? Uh, let me think. What am I grateful for this morning? You can't remember what you said in the... Um, can't remember what I said in the... Uh, this, is the this is the delayed broadcast. Yeah, we're doing the delayed broadcast introduction because the live show's already finished. And, and I'm trying to remember what I said for I the live show. I remember what you said. You do? What was it? Yeah, you were, you were thankful to have me as entertainment. <laughs> well, why, why were you... In, oh, that's right! Because <laughs> you're couch surfing at my place and you were talking in the middle of the night. Oh, in your sleep. I don't know why I reminded you. But yes, I'm very grateful to be couch surfing at your house for the next week before I fly out to Africa. And I'm particularly grateful for your swimming pool, which is just the best thing ever. Um, but yeah, I'm a little bit embarrassed because I did sleep talk last night. It's actually funny. We got into work this morning. And it was, I was all my wife's amazing cooking. Yeah. Making you sleep that's talk. The other, <laughs> I don't know about that. But I got into work this morning. And I was like, I am unusually tired today. And Lyle was like, oh, it's because you didn't sleep well. And I'm like... How do you know? <laughs> He's like, because I heard your sleep talk. <laughs> oh, dear. Actually, do you know what? I kind of want to hear uh, from our listeners. If anyone's been having some, saying some crazy things in their sleep, give us a call and tell no, us. No, they can't because this is a delayed broadcast. They can still call Give us a call on the live show. Yeah, call on the live show and tell us because we'll still... We'll so listen still- to the live show. You go to faithfm.com.au and press play or download an app to your phone and find Faith FM Australia. Make sure it's a free app and listen to it right there. Run it through your car stereo. Uh, Bluetooth, ox cord, however you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's happening simultaneously. Everywhere. So right. as you're listening to this, the live show is happening. But still call us and tell us, because even if we're not talking about sleep talking anymore, it's still going to be pretty funny to hear what people have said. <laughs> you know, there's an app where you stick it, you, stick it, you open it on your phone, you see it next to your pillow, and it records it, you every time you say something. So as soon as you start talking, it records what you said. It's hilarious. We'll give it a try and we'll play it here on Faith FM. See what Mon says in her sleep. Stay hey. tuned, guys. Uh, we'll be back right after this. I was thirsting for that living water. Drinking from a well that don't satisfy. And I met a man whose words were like no other. He said, draw from a well that'll never run dry. Told me everything I had done. He said, Come and drink the living water. Come and take from streams of life. You will thirst no more. And you will thirst no more. I 
was hungry for heaven's manna. Eating the meat that perishes and dies. And I met a man, he walked upon the water. He said, Come partake of the bread of life. The bread that cometh down from heaven. He said, Come and drink the living water. Come and take the bread of life. You will thirst no more. You will want no more. There's water that's pure. There's a bread that's true. There's a light that shines. And it's calling you. I was without form and void in darkness. All around me was trouble and strife. And I met a man who led me from my blindness. He said, I am the light of life, the light that lighted everyone. Come and drink the living water, come and take the bread of life. You will thirst no more. Walk in dark no more.
Welcome back, everybody. That was Josh Cunningham with Living Water here on Faith FM. And we are into the day with a clue for the quiz. What do you got for us there, Mon? Yeah, just by the way, La, I just got a message from your wife saying that she made your other son, Emery, eat the cookie. (laughs) (laughs) The cookie temptation is vanquished. We are safe once more. Okay, so this morning we have a breakfast Bible quiz. It's a who am I quiz. I want to say this is pretty easy. In fact, this is quite possibly the easiest breakfast Bible quiz we've ever had. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you're expecting me to uh, get this one off the bat and now it's going to come out a really hard one. And yeah. Lyle's going to look silly. <laughs> now that you mention that, yes, it's a good setup, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just noticed that when we have really hard um, quizzes, that's when everyone calls up because they want to, I don't okay, know. So you don't want any callers today? Oh, no, no, I do. I, do. I just, you know. We had right. an, we this had is going to be an easy one. This is going to be an easy one. This is going to be an awesome prize. Is that uh, health and wellness book there? Yes, the prize? I'll yeah. tell you about that in a okay. second. So 1-800-324-843. Get ready to call the number. We had a nine and a half year old yesterday answer a really hard quiz. So Yes, he was very specific about the half. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. not just nine. Can't forget the nine, half. Nine and a half. Half is very. Hey, I'm in my mid thirties and I still do the half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hanging on to your youth. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want people to be confused. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, this is this. This is a particularly easy one. So maybe if you've got some kids, uh, this would be a good time to pull them over to the radio, see if they can figure this one out. The first the first clue is a little bit obscure. Are you ready? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? I told God I am angry enough to die. Ooh. Who told God that they were angry enough to die? Give us a call if you know the answer. Lyle is taking a stab at it. Lyle has it correct. He's written down the correct answer for me. Give me a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. If you can get the answer correct, I will send you today a, a lovely copy of a book called Health and Wellness, Secrets That Will Change Your Life. Excellent book for January, might I just add. Absolutely. Uh, written by Mark Finley and Peter Landless. Um, this is a really great book. It's It's got all kinds of stuff in it. Um, there's a few recipes as well, but it goes over multiple health topics so it goes it has 11 chapters and each each chapter covers a different health topic so this is a great book uh, especially to kick off your year get your year on the right track on the right course and uh yeah health and wellness secrets that will change your life if you want a copy of that you know what to do answer that quiz lyle yes Boy, oh boy, have I got different some, news boy oh boy i've some good some good news man i'm really tongue-tied this morning a little bit of that going on. Yep. Um, so, this morning, speaking of nine and a half year olds, I have another kid who's showing us up. Oh. Yeah, this time from Cambridge, Massachusetts. This is a 12 and a half year old boy. He's been giving away thousands of lunches to the homeless and he's about to have his own food truck. Wow. I, he's 12. He's 12 and he's doing this. What were you doing when you were 12, Lyle? Just picking your nose at school, right? I mean, that's what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remember what I was doing at 12. I was just No kidding. recollection at all. I was like... I know I didn't own a food truck. <laughs> I, I wasn't doing any charity work at 12. I think I had like a permanent location in the principal's office at the age of 12. Uh, so this is Liam Hannon. Uh, he uh, he's, he's only 12, but he's already making a huge difference uh, in Massachusetts. He's the founder and operator of Liam's Lunches of Love. Okay. Isn't nice, that one? Nice it's an organization dedicated to handing out meals to the homeless people of Cambridge. Over the course of the last year, 2018, he handed out over 2,000 lunches to the homeless population in his neighborhood, which is just 
just incredible. It's an act of kindness that didn't go unnoticed by his community, incidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of them, a lot of the people even who aren't homeless who are seeing him do this are saying, you know, he, he's such a role model for positivity and, you know, he gives the people hope that, you know, the next generation coming isn't going to stuff it all up and, <laughs> and that there might still be hope uh, for the world. And uh, so much so that his father, Scott, created a GoFundMe so that people could get involved and uh, and they raised forty four US thousand dollars for mm-hmm. this organization, uh, which is enough money for Liam to purchase a food truck so he can more easily travel across Boston, the state of Boston, and give away his free lunches to um, even more of the homeless population. Now that's fantastic. I'm just sort of thinking that uh, there's going to have to be more than just Liam involved in this. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure like he gets his parents and stuff involved. I don't know if they're going to let him drive that truck around the place. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. he's going to have to have a chauffeur. I'm but sure. I would love to have it. When I was 12, I would love to have had my own truck. That would be mm-hmm. pretty awesome. I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have, have used, used it, it to food. hand out lunch no, to the homeless. Have done. <laughs> so, the, this, and it doesn't just stop there, actually. So, this is really sweet. This is such a sweet aspect to this. When he hands out the lunch, right, it stick, he sticks it in a paper bag. And on every single paper bag, he writes a handwritten message of encouragement, often accompanied by um, a little doodle, a little, little encouraging um, picture that he draws on there. And when people around the US or the whole country found out about this aspect, you know, it's difficult to send a lunch in the mail. So what they've done is people have been sending their own illustrated lunch bags for him to use. So they're donating lunch bags that they've, that they've drawn on, they've painted on, they've written encouraging notes on there, and then they post them off so he can use them, which is just so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's, that's fantastic. Using a bit of creativity and then encouraging each other. And I like the fact that, you know, it, it also would cut one of his costs. He wouldn't have to purchase more bags if people just keep sending him paper bags. This kid right here. And their paper bags. And their paper And their, ooh, look who's gone green this morning. <laughs> I vote this guy replaces more, Trump today. I'm more green about his truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are. That was a terrible dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> awesome dad joke. Dad jokes are the best. They're always awesome. So, yeah, I, I think that we should just um, re- replace Trump with this guy. And uh, I think America would be a much better place. <laughs> <laughs> like overnight. Free food for yeah. everyone. <laughs> no, just just the people who need it. And there's a little picture here and uh, you can see uh, young Liam with a paper bag that's got a rainbow. He's drawn on there with some crayons and he says, eat and smile. Isn't that yeah, sweet? Yeah, a cute little kid. Okay, let me tell you some other good news, Lyle, before we uh, go to our next song break. This is coming out of Switzerland. Have you ever been to Switzerland? Uh-huh. Beautiful country, isn't it? Absolutely stunning. If you are into big mountains, yeah, go to Switzerland. Like picture big perfect lakes, rivers, looks waterfalls. like a postcard came to life, kind of a thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, in my Croatia, Switzerland, and New Zealand, top three most beautiful countries I've been to. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not all of New Zealand. <laughs> Don't get excited, Kiwis. Calm down. <laughs> but no, some New Zealand of it is spectacular. Okay, okay. All right. So this is coming out. Probably Australia. Um. Well, I guess it's hard to be impressed with your own backyard, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's probably... Yeah, yeah. We, all, we all do travel all over the place. Uh-huh. So many people travel here and rave on about how beautiful and amazing it is. It's a different kind and of it's, beauty. It's our backyard. I, I find Australian beauty to be a bit more brutal, to be honest. Our, our, our outback and mm. our bush. Anyway... This is coming out of Switzerland, where Climeworks uh, is a company that specialises in carbon capture technology, is working hard to retain the pristine 
picture postcard perfect beauty of Switzerland. So what they're doing is they're working to get CO2 out of the atmosphere and into your sparkling water. Really? Yeah. So we're drinking car exhaust. Pretty much. <laughs> I hope they clean it up before they stick it in any of your sparkling uh, beverages. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's partnered up with a Swiss, Swiss beverage company, Valser, which I'm sure a lot of people would know about Valser. They sell, um, you know, fancy water. Uh, I've never and, heard of them, but and, um, I never bought fancy water. Yeah, you just drink tap water, don't you? Like a real bone. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Nothing beats tap water. Uh, but they are one of the beverage uh, industry leaders in sustainability. So the two companies have teamed up and, uh, and they're making this drink that like literally that they build these um carbon capturing devices and they install them on top of like power plants waste incinerators any sort of industrial buildings across you across um uh, switzerland and they're looking to expand across europe so they're basically capturing all the co2 that's pumped out in on mass from mm-hmm. any sort of uh pollutive kind of uh, building and then they take this co2 and um stick it in your drink well there you go yeah, and they they plan to buy, and this sounds a little bit sad, but by 2025, they hope to capture at least 1% of the world's CO2 emissions. One doesn't sound like That's much, like but it would massive. be massive amounts, yeah. Particularly if other companies start catching on, and let's say that you've got, you know, say 40 different countries that yeah. are capturing 1%. Yeah, that's exactly it, it's 40%. That's ridiculous amount yeah. of CO2. Yeah. There'd be nothing left for the trees to eat. Well, I don't know. If we would ever catch that much, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it would might. be it would be it would be great if every country could do this and uh, and capture that much uh, CO two. They also apparently um they've already been capturing uh, the CO two. They're using it to boost greenhouse crop production and help create synthetic uh, fertilizer and renewable fuels. So they're already like in the process of using it for other stuff. But yeah, beverages is a new one for us. I'm just wondering if they drink it and then when they like sort of burp it up, does it go back into the atmosphere? Like, is it just a cycle? You know?
You are listening to Abby Eaton, Man of Sorrows, here on Faith FM, and we are back with the quiz again. And we've had some people have a crack at the quiz. Yeah, we have. And get it right. Uh-huh. But they are not eligible for the prize. Lawson. Yeah, Law- <laughs> Lawson hosts. Hosts do not get prizes. Lawson's giving us such a good chuckle this morning. Lawson, <laughs> Lawson fills in when one of us is away, and Lawson's called in this morning to get the prize. <laughs> well, he... he he got the quiz right, and he's not getting the prize because, um, yeah, you can't get a prize if you're an employee of the radio station, Lawson. <laughs> but good on <laughs> you for knowing like the that. answer, <laughs> and good on you for listening. Good on, good on Lawson. He's going to be on radio soon, actually. In fact, next week. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. So yep. I'm flying Looking off to, to Kenya. Yeah, anyway, away. Uh, it's going to be a good will, time. The, the party is. It's going to be the L team back the on. Double L team will be back on. <laughs> Double L team coming up. Oh, okay, let me hit you with a second clue for our Who Am I quiz. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. Hmm. That's pretty obscure. It is. If you had gotten that clue that first. Was the f- yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Didn't think so. You wouldn't have known what it was. No, I wouldn't anyway. have got it from that one. Mm-mm. But I'm telling you right now. Why did they put that one as second clue? That but should be do, first clue. Yeah, they do it often. But the next three clues are so easy. You're just going to get it immediately. Anyway, no. got to keep everybody. Uh, got to keep everybody on their toes. Okay, anyway, yeah. Mon, talking about uh, chocolate chip cookies, oh, wild biscuits <laughs> that were sitting on the countertop. <laughs> yes, I love cookies. Sugary drinks. Let's talk about sugary drinks. Okay. Um, 70,000 children were hospitalized in Australia in 2018 as a result of drinking too many sugary drinks. That's a massive number. 70,000. That's insane. What? And in response, uh, the uh, government is rolling out uh, cigarette-style shock ads. Good. Of uh, pictures of rotting teeth and so forth. This is called the Thirsty Campaign. It's supported by Cancer Council. And uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, to, to be going out spreading the message that uh, soft drinks, energy drinks, and sports drinks. Those are the three big ones that are uh, involved that are causing our young people to you know have uh, tremendously bad teeth. Okay, but I'm just wondering, like. I think those shock tactics might work more for adults because adults have better grasp of reasoning. Are kids who have like so little self-control going to be affected at all by these ads? I think the government needs to do kids, way more. Kids, kids, well, where do kids get their drinks from? From their parents. Exactly. Well, I mean, not necessarily. They go to Macca's, you know, give them a couple of bucks. Yeah, you can go right, to Coles right, right now and mm-hmm, for, uh, for mm-hmm. 90 cents buy 1.25 litres of multiple fizzy drinks. Are you kidding? Ninety me? cents. That's ridiculous. Kids have more pocket money than ninety. You know, cents you know why they, you know why they cost ninety cents, right? Because there's nothing in it but yeah. water and sugar and stuff that will rot your teeth. Color. A bit yeah, of color, and yeah. a bit of fizz. I think the it. government needs to, um, you know, be, be more active and do more of what they. do. Hey, at least they're doing something. This yeah, is positive. it's true. It's very positive. They weren't doing this yesterday. Today they they're need doing t- this. They need to tax it to the hilt. I'm all for sugar and fat taxes, and uh, and I think, oh, what else could they do? Well, you think of the medical expense of uh, yeah. hospitalizing seventy thousand children last year. Mm-hmm. Um, um, surely the government has a lot of money here to save by reducing the number of sugary drinks that kids are imbibing. What, what do you think about this? I, I, I tend to think that any food and beverage company that is making profit at the cost of society's health, they should be 
like like no, just tax them so that they have to pay for the health. Yeah, they should they should have to donate fifty percent of their profit to like hospitals. There you go, Mon, yeah. mon for prime Fixed minister. it. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so of course, sugary, sugary drinks are associated with weight gain, obesity, mm-hmm. and the big one that, that they're really dealing with, and this is what uh, has caused most of the hospitalizations, is that they're full of acid that eats your teeth. Oh, mercy. And what's interesting about that is that the, uh, the acid um, will um, work alongside the bacteria in your mouth to create more acid. No, it's just so you get a bit of a vicious, issue. a compounding vicious cycle there with uh, sugary drinks. So the the message of the thirsty campaign is to leave sugary drinks alone. And um, yeah, I would highly recommend drinking water. I have uh, become a major drinker of iced tea. Yeah, over the summer be because I, I, I like tea. Be specific. Be Herb- spe- herbal tea. Herbal tea. Yeah, if yeah. You say tea, people think black tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not black tea. Herbal tea. And uh, it's um yeah it's absolutely delicious. It you is. just it's make really it all amazing. up. You put it in the fridge. It's like cheap as chips. Um, hardly cost you anything, and it's super Lyle's, healthy for you. And uh, got lots of good things in it. And, and it's so sweet. Bad. Lyle's herbal iced tea is actually so amazing that I've asked him to make me like a vat of it that I can take to the ladies' pamper and pool party that I'm hosting this weekend, the, the fundraiser for Africa trip. Um, that's how good it is. I've asked him to make some for us. Anyway, um, the other big news, I guess, in Europe was that they just had a super blood wolf moon. What? A super blood wolf moon. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Super blood wolf moon. You sound like you're straight out of a vampire movie right now. <laughs> oh, it does, doesn't it? Okay, so um, a super moon is when the moon is full and close to the Earth at the same time. So as it rotates a, a, around the Earth, there it, it orbits. There are points at which it is closer to the Earth, and when it is full moon and close to the Earth at the same time, that's what you call a supermoon. So what's the wolf got to do with it and the blood got to do with it? So go on, go on. Okay, a blood moon is when you get a total eclipse of the moon. And what happens when you get a total eclipse of the moon that the moon doesn't disappear. So this is the Earth blocking the sun from the moon. Mm-hmm. But the moon doesn't disappear because some light waves, the longer light waves, will pass through the Earth's atmosphere and bend enough so that they still hit the moon, and that what that's what turns it that coppery colour because oh. that's basically a reflection of the dust in the Earth's atmosphere. Wow! So a silver moon is that pure light from the sun mm-hmm. being reflected back to Earth. Uh, when that pure light is going through the dusty atmosphere of our Earth, it turns into a blood moon. We had a number of blood moons recently, and uh, yes, everybody was um, crying, crying wolf oh. that Jesus was coming back soon, or whatever, oh, the end of the I world, see. Uh-huh. and so on, so on, uh-huh. so on, so forth. But that's not a, what, a, what a wolf moon is. So in Europe, they just had a super blood moon. So the moon was close to the Earth at its closest point to the Earth, and it was a blood moon, a total eclipse at the same time. But not only that, it was also a wolf moon. What does that mean? (laughs) So a wolf moon is um, a full moon in January. It's called a wolf moon. Because January is the month in which wolves howl at the moon. They only do that in January? Apparently so. We don't really have wolves. Dingoes don't really count as wolves, do they? No, I wouldn't count them. It's like dogs. We have huskies. 
Yeah, yeah, as yeah. Pets. We, we, it's pets. It's pets. Uh, I was just sort of wondering whether there are any countries that have wolves in the southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. You know, true wolves, like you know, your big North American timber wolf or something like that. Magnificent creatures. But uh, yeah, apparently January is the month in which they howl at the moon. And so, if it's a January moon, it's a wolf moon. If it's an eclipse moon, it's a blood moon. And if it's close to the Earth, it's a super moon. And they just had in Europe a super blood wolf moon. So if you're listening from Europe this morning and you got a chance to see the Super Blood Wolf Moon, give us a call. Tell us all about it. Yeah. I'm, would I'm love to so hear from jealous you. that I'm going to miss this thing. I've been seeing some photos all over you know, social media. Um, lots of my friends were just raving on about it. Apparently it was quite spectacular. And some really, really nice photos out there. I think this is a good enough reason for us to just take the show to Europe. In fact, I think we should just pack up right now, go to the airport and start broadcasting from, I don't know, well, let's go to Switzerland and see the Super Blood Wolf Moon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. Any um anyway. people want to donate to that? <laughs> One last thing I'm going to talk about is I just downloaded a new app to my phone and it doesn't work. Oh, congr- congratulations. How is this newsworthy? Yeah. Well, it's the Click to Pray app. Oh, Click to Pray. Click to Pray. And it's just been put out by the Vatican. The, uh, Vatican. the Vatican? Yeah, so I thought And I'd- you downloaded it. <laughs> well, it's... it's, it's uh, uh, it, it, it Explain tells, yourself, Pastor Lyle. <laughs> it tells you what the Pope is praying for every day so that you can pray along with the Pope. And I think he's probably praying for a lot of good things and so I can pray for pray along with the Pope when he's praying for good things. Nothing wrong with that. I saw it. Does Ooh, world I, domination come on that list? The problem is that when it uh, came through, when I downloaded I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll find out what this is all about and find out what's what's um, taking place here. And, uh, yeah, maybe we won't be praying for world domination, but... Um, <laughs> You know, peace in Syria and stuff like that is always a positive thing to pray mm-hmm, for. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I heard about this. And like, I'll download it. I'll find out what the Pope is praying for. I downloaded it, and it's all in Italian, and I can't understand <laughs> the thing that's going on. So it's, it's, like, not, it's not the, it's why not the app this? that's malfunctioning. It's a user error, essentially. <laughs> no, it's not a user error. You don't speak Italian. I think that's your. I think that's the error. Why would they put this out in Italian? The instructions uh, were in Italian because it's the Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> Maybe it was Latin. I don't know. This is Hoka Clements.
things have been harder than they seem Still I sing your will Your will be done Your will be done Your will be Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia. And joining us in the studio this morning is Sharissa Fong. Sharissa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Is, is this your first time? This is not your first time on Faith FM, is No, it? we interviewed her on the, on the phone <laughs> one time, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. right, on the phone. But this is the first time in the studio, yeah, right? Yeah, it is, and it's special quite the time. experience. <laughs> may, it, may it not be the last. <laughs> Thank you. I think the next time we interview her, we should get her and her future almost husband on air and get the two of them together. That's going to have to be fairly soon because you're about to leave for Africa and they are about to <laughs> get, get married. married. Yeah. While you are in Africa, you're going to miss out on the big event. What do you mean me? You as well. You're going to miss it as too as oh, well. No. Okay, so for the record, I have been I have been waiting for this wedding, I think, for five years. Yes, you and the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to miss it. I can't believe it. Because the two of you used to work together. We I, did. Yeah, Lyle, you used to be Sharice's boss like many moons ago. Yeah, for about four years yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you had a, a gaggle of women, some of them single, under yep. your care, and Shrissa was one of them. And, and I was trying so hard to get them all married off. And, and, <laughs> now and, one of the six and stories. I found we, we, I found someone for Sharissa. No, it wasn't me. But uh, the Lord found someone for Sharissa, and then it just took forever. <laughs> In her defence, it was a long distance relationship, yes. which always takes a little more time. Right. Yeah, yeah, not always, but, but it did take forever. Let's just say we were always inspired by your example. Yeah, <laughs> inspired Aww. to do the complete opposite of me. <laughs> okay, I'm starting to feel a bit pukey now. Can we stop with the mush? <laughs> All right, so Sharissa, we need to talk about what we're actually going to talk about today. Uh, move on to. Um, your project that you have coming up, you're working on something. What are you working on at the moment? Well, at the moment, I'm serving as the prayer coordinator for the North New South Wales Conference. And as part of that, my project at the moment is organizing a prayer conference, which will be held in March, March 1 to 3 at the Stewart's Point Convention Center. And we're really excited about it because it's themed Fully Charged. Oh, wow. No, I okay. like that. I like that. All right, so tell us about prayer conference. How long has this particular conference been operating? Because it's like an annual thing, isn't it? This is an annual event, and it's, I believe, the third or fourth one that they've held in this conference. But basically, it's an opportunity for people of all ages to come together, anyone and everyone who has a passion for prayer and a passion to go deeper in their experience with Jesus. So uh, they gather together over the space of a weekend. We have Bible-based preaching that uplifts Jesus. We have special times of prayer as people come together and we eat. That's very important. Mm-hmm. We eat a lot and we just enjoy um, being together and seeking the Lord together. And it's exciting because, you know, as you look throughout history, especially in Bible history, every time people came together to seek God's face, incredible things happened. And so... 
it's always a blessing every time we come. So just to be clear for our listeners who might not have maybe a Christian background and who are hearing the phrase prayer conference for the first time, this is not one of those sort of like prayer ritualistic things where people get together and starve themselves and whip themselves and climb up stairs no. on their knees for days or nothing like that. No, we don't do anything like that. Oh, how surprising. For us, we understand that prayer is a, a means of having a relationship with Jesus. It means we talk to him and we can talk to him like we would to a friend. And it's just amazing that when we talk to God, He also talks back to us through His Word and through the still small voice of God speaking to our hearts. So I think if you've never been to something like this, you should come because oh, uh, it will be an experience that could change your life. Is everyone welcome? Everyone is welcome, but oh, you have yes. to register. Oh, okay, okay. So the way I would encourage our listeners, if they're interested, they should go to our website, www.northnnswadventist.org. And I believe if you go to the events page there, the prayer conference, Fully Charged, is listed. You click on it and it pulls up how you can register. All the meals are included. At the moment, it's an early bird price of $130 per person. That includes all your meals and the rego fee. But, um, yeah, we'd encourage you. Please, go have I a look. I love a good early bird. Okay, so that's, a, uh, that's an Avenus site. Does that mean only Avenus go? No. Everyone is welcome. Anyone and everyone. But you, you Anyone who wants to go to a prayer conference. So this, right. is, this is like yep. for it, – it's, it's made for everyone. That's yeah, right. everyone wants to deepen their connection with God, right? That's right. And, and, yeah, which, I, which everyone should be going in that case. Absolutely. Yeah. So what kind of accommodation do they have? Accommodation? Well, you can do whatever you like, really. Uh, there's camping sites. You could bring a caravan. You could bring your own tent, or there are tents that they can set up for you at the site. Um, obviously, depending on what kind of accommodation you choose, it will affect the price of your uh, stay for the accommodation. But it's really affordable, very cabins. comfortable. There's cabins. Motels. There are. They are, there's limited. <laughs> can, okay. I bring, can I bring my qualified, swag? Qualified, qualified. Yes. yes. Can I okay, bring so my swag and just, you know, over the side of the U? Mon, you could even bring your swag. Yes. <laughs> now we're talking. All right. So anything from a motel or a cabin for the glampers down to Mon Swag or mm-hmm. uh, even less for those who just want to... Sleep on the beach. Do do the Jacob thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, do the Jacob thing. Pull up a rock. (laughs) Now, you said that there's going to be um, really great preaching. Uh, So, is there like designated speakers? Yes. Like, who are are we allowed to ask who the speakers are? Is it going to be like some sort of Christian celebrities? Is like Dougie B breaking it down? (laughs) Anything like that? Well, there is a guest speaker coming from the States. I've never met him before, but I've heard of him. And uh, his name is Pastor Gary Blanchard. He's actually the World Youth Director for the Seventh day Adventist church but i have heard exceptionally good things about this guy yeah this guy like our theme is fully charged this guy perfectly matches that thing. <laughs> every time i see him or hear him he's so on fire he's like i don't know what batteries he runs on but there's definitely fully charged <laughs> how exciting i want to hear this now i want to go hear him yeah, so he was yeah. he was he was responsible for a somewhat controversial presentation at uh, a big event i forget which one it was over there about um, letting our youth do dangerous things for God. Mm. Oh, that was him. That was it. Oh, yeah, that was I him. like that. I that like that. It was, and it's like, where did this guy come from in today's society of you know um, cotton snowflake, you know, kids, yeah, and, and and cotton wool helicopter parenting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh-huh. This guy's just come out and said, no, we need to challenge our our, our, our youth, our young yeah. people, mm. to get out there and to do dangerous things. And they absolutely should. I completely agree. I couldn't more agree, really. Yeah, and I remember somebody com- commented on there. 
there about um, you know what should be what what mortality rate would we be prepared to absorb in sending our kids to dangerous locations? And I'm like, well, the world ends. We're prepared to yeah. absorb a 50 percent mortality rate. Well, should we expect less? Yeah, I was going to say get the world ends on the phone. Ask them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually really like the theme. Um, fully charged. Did you pick that theme? I did. Yeah. I, do you know the imagery? Like what it says to me immediately. You know, when I think about fully charged, I think about my phone or my yes. devices. And as soon as I start to get low, like you get stressed out, right? <laughs> like you're freaking out. Oh no, my phone's like on twenty percent. It's on two percent. It's getting lower. Like you start, you know, the bar goes from green to yellow to red, and you're just getting more and more stressed out. I like the idea that when you are fully charged and when you're fully connected to God, like is that the idea? Like you're fully Absolutely, charged yeah. with God. Absolutely. Like it's you know it's not nearly as stressful as a life as if you yeah aren't fully charged. That's what it says to me. Running on His strength. Yes, <laughs> I like it. Yes. So that's going to be an ongoing theme. That's the theme. Very cool. Well, you're going to be in Africa, aren't you? I'm just thinking, how can this? I get to this? When is this? How can I get so to this? So this is going to be March 1 to 3. I'm going to be in Africa. No! no you're going to, I'm going to be in Africa. You're going to be in Africa. No! Sharissa, I missed your wedding and I missed this prayer conference. But wait, I won't wait. be here. Oh, you won't be here? I won't be here. Okay. But hang on, you said that you I will be there. Don't worry, everyone. <laughs> Someone will be there. I have never been to prayer conference yet since I have never been. We're going to pray for every, you. Thank you. Thank you. You need to. I have always wanted to go and never, my boys have been. Oh, yeah. They really, really yeah. enjoyed it. They oh, loved good. it. Everyone who goes to prayer conference comes back and says it was just such an uplifting experience yeah. for them and for their spiritual walk. Yes. It would be great if you could live stream it. Now, tell us about the location. Is this a, have you chosen a location that is conducive to prayer? Oh, that's a very good point. We absolutely have. Um, this is a beautiful location. It's kind of away from everything, out near a beach. Actually, Ooh. it's in nature. Okay, so this is this is this is important because I think the beach is one of the best places to go and pray. Mm. Amen. I mean, you think about this for a moment. You can go to the beach, and even if the beach is full of people. Mm. You can find a spot on a beach where you can sit with your back to the people, look out to the ocean and hardly see anyone. Mm. And all of the other noise, all of the people Drowns noise is drowned out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you are just, I found this when even when I was working in Sydney. You know, I was planning a church in the CBD and you could go to the beach for lunch and you could sit on the beach and the city was behind you and nature was in front of you. And everything was drowned out except for nature, and it was just a great place to go and pray. I think this is fantastic. I think the other good thing about pre- uh, preaching, praying on the beach, is when you stare out at that water and you can just see for so far, you can see all the way horizon. It always just it always impresses me with just how finite I am and the vastness of God and the vastness of His creation and how great God is. I think that's one of the other um, beautiful aspects of, of beaches and praying mm-hmm. at the beach. Mm-hmm. So really it's often hope- said that the that a campfire is man's first television. Well, if that is the case, then uh, the, uh, the the sea coming in and breaking on the on the beach has got to be the second one. Yeah, for sure. We really hope that people gain that sense of God's presence while they're at this conference. You know, not only are we hearing about God and learning about the just the absolute privilege it is that we can talk to him like a friend, but also hear him speak to us as we spend time in this beautiful place and just feel mm. that deeper connection with him. How many people usually come to this program? Well, it varies. We've had up to 300 people. Mm. So this um, is one of the, one, definitely, possibly one of the biggest prayer conferences in this in this country. Very possibly. That's fantastic. And they what travel just from like, uh, so Stuart's point, that's... Um, 
near Coffs Harbour? Do they just come from the local area or do you have people travelling? They come from all over. They come from up north right up to the border of Queensland. I know oh. people coming from Sydney for this. So it's it's definitely a place to go to if you want to meet people who are really wanting to look, go deeper with Jesus. And, and I find that I think that the concept of a prayer conference is really going to bring those kind of people together. That's right. More so than some of the other programs that uh, you know we run. My son just got back from teen camp. And, uh, you know, the teen camp has lots of attractions like, you know, water slides and mountain biking and go-karts and water skiing and, you know, all of this kind of stuff, which are great. Mm. And, you know, I I wish I was there. (laughs) Yes. But a prayer conference is going to bring together a different kind of – people who are more serious. That's right. More serious about their relationship. Because it's people who are investing in their spiritual life. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the investment that they're making. There's actually a comment that was made by the campground. They say that the crowd that attends the prayer conference is a different kind of crowd to all the other events that they host. Oh, really? Yeah, they really enjoy this. I really want to experience this now. I can't believe I'm going to be in Africa for this. Sharissa, tell us a little bit about yourself because you said you were the, what is it, a prayer coordinator? Like, what does that mean? Do you like go around with a lasso and like round people (laughs) up and make them pray? Like, how does that work? That's a really good question. And I've just been trying to learn my role. Um, <laughs> how, how, how long have you been doing this for now? Um, since September, middle of September. Okay. Uh, basically, I go around the place and encourage people to have a prayer life, which means have a devotional life, spend time in God's Word, pray, seek Him. Um, I attend prayer meetings at the local churches, encourage people to invite their friends. And we do weeks of prayer where the church or whoever in the community who has an interest in, in knowing more about God and having a relationship with Him, they can come together for a special week. Uh, it's amazing how when we study God's Word, it really does do something to our hearts mm. and draw us to Him. But I was actually just leading, um, not leading, reading on my way here this morning. This verse came to mind, uh, Luke 21, verse 36. It says, Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So it's like before Jesus comes back, he says to us in his word, he says that we should watch and pray always. So I feel like my role is to help people be ready for the soon return of Jesus um, by encouraging them to have a relationship with him so that when he comes, they'll be ready to meet him. Would you say that that's where the rubber hits the road for a Christian? Like, It's one thing to like turn up to church and warm the pew and you know say happy Sabbath and sing the hymns and you know bring food for potluck and stuff. But would you say the rubber really hits the road when you actually need to read your Bible and pray is that what makes a christian yeah so christianity is not about head knowledge it's about a relationship if i had to summarize it in one word it would be relationship and uh i just that's my job and that's how you cultivate a relationship with god right well that's how we would cultivate a relationship with each other we would talk we'd spend time together we'd listen to each other and it's the same with with god what's the longest prayer meeting that you've ever been involved in (laughs) I uh, Okay, I was involved in only half of it, and it was in Indonesia. I was sleeping in a, my room one night, and my roommate, I was at a conference, that was a Christian conference, my roommate woke up in the middle of the night and switched the light on, and I thought she was trying to get back at me for something else, but she said a rat had brushed past her face in her sleep, and she'd patted it <laughs> thinking it was her cat, and then she woke up and remembered, she's not in uh, in America where she lives, she was in Indonesia, and there was a rat in the room. <laughs> She was patting the rat. (laughs) So when she said there was a rat in the room, there was no way I was going to stay in the room that night. I got up and I went and joined an all-night prayer meeting there in Indonesia. Wow. They were young people. They were praying 
the whole night through, and it was just the most amazing experience. Okay, okay, let me get this right. You piked out on the all-night prayer meeting, and God had to use a rat to get you to go to that prayer meeting. God is good. (laughs) Hey, a rat counts as nature, right? (laughs) Yeah. I was so glad he did, though, because, you know, their sincerity, they were talking, they were singing, they were praying, they were crying as they were praying. It was very moving. That's oh. fantastic. Okay, um, Sharissa, we are out of time, but we will get um, your detail, the details from for the prayer conference. We'll put those up on our Thank social you. media so that uh, you, our listener, can go along and check that out and do attend. Do head on there the first weekend of March and have just an incredible blessing as Christians from just all over Australia, um, many different faiths come together to spend time uh, praying and drawing close to God. Moving on right now, uh, we'll be back right after the 8 o'clock news.
listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Do you enjoy fantastic food, fun, friends and fellowship? Sure do. Then join us at the Philos Food Hub. For $5, you can receive a large food pack with free fruit and veggies thrown in and a complimentary breakfast as well. Wow. Where? At the Adventist Church on Newcastle Road, Walls End, number 63. Is that the big iconic A-frame church near the roundabout? Sure is, and it starts 10am every Thursday. Great! I'll see you there.